Take a bow, Columbia Journalism Review. The venerable watchdog publication breaks legacy media ranks with a massive rebuke of Trump-Russia coverage. Interview with the report's dogged author, Jeff Gerth. The Columbia Journalism Review stunned many last Monday by publishing The Press versus the President, a 24,000-word autopsy of press coverage in the Trump years, focusing on the Trump-Russia collusion scandal colloquially known as Russiagate. The piece was written by Jeff Gerth, a long-serving New York Times writer who is as credentialed as they come in the legacy press, having among other things won a Pulitzer Prize in 1999 for reporting, incidentally, not commentary or public service. In retirement at the start of the Trump years, Gerth watched with growing alarm as venerable institutions like the Times and the Washington Post continually made high-stakes assertions and headlines that appeared based on thin or uncheckable sourcing. The pile of such stories was already stacked to skyscraper height and commemorated by awards like a joint Times Post-Pulitzer. When special counsel Robert Mueller wrapped up an investigation of the matter without indicting Trump or anyone else for the supposed conspiracy. There was no way for Mueller's probe to have ended the way it did, and for years of worse-than-Watergate news reports about Trump-Russian collusion to be true. So Gerth went back to the beginning in search of the real story of what, if anything, went wrong on the coverage side. The result is a long, almost book-length compendium of errors and editorial overreach. It could have been longer. Gerth focused on the would-be investigative reports at papers like the Times and the Post that drove Russiagate, mostly leaving alone the less serious players at cable news and at online journals whose main contribution was making the click bomb bigger. A brief note on some issues that were already popping up as problems in the media business heading into 2016-2017, and which are important subtext to Gerth's piece. All the President's Men was a great movie, but it may have infected the media world with a delusion. Alan J. Pakula's atmospheric thriller depicted journalists as modern-day noir detectives, with the bustling Washington Post newsroom replacing the stylish offices of Sam Spade and Philip Marlowe, and Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman giving America a portrait of reporters as sexy young rebels who could topple a president with a keystroke. The job is virtually never like that, but a generation of reporters and editors grew up with this ideal. On the alert for that one great scoop that would lead to lucrative book and movie deals, and model-level actors playing them on screen. I don't think it's an accident that just as journalism was beginning to lose its way, Hollywood began cranking out all the president's men homages one after another, from Spotlight to She Said to The Post. Girth doesn't say that great papers like The Times and The Post were so busy self-mythologizing that they untethered themselves from accountability mechanisms that once kept papers out of trouble, but it's implied in the facts he uncovers. Perhaps the most damning scene in the four-part series comes in part two, when in an astonishing display of hubris, the Times invites a documentary crew to film them for a series called The Fourth Estate. The problem is, the scene they invite Showtime to record is perhaps the biggest screw-up in the Russiagate years. This is the journalistic equivalent of Captain Edward Smith inviting cameras to record him snoring away as his Titanic drives into an iceberg. The fourth estate cameras were in the newsroom as Times leaders were preparing a front-page stutter for February 14, 2017, called Trump campaign aides had repeated contacts with Russian intelligence. The piece cited phone records and intercepted calls and four current and former American officials in asserting that members of Donald J. Trump's 2016 presidential campaign had repeated contact with senior Russian intelligence officials in the year before the election. If true, 
This piece by the iconic Daily might easily have been just the first in a series of exposés leading to the end of the Trump presidency. Or so the Times thought, seemingly. Girth, who correctly identifies the repeated contacts story as one of the decisive moments in the Russiagate disaster, recounts how editors and reporters preened for the cameras as they accelerated toward their proverbial iceberg. As the story is being edited, Mark Mazzetti, an investigative reporter in the Washington Bureau, who was also helping edit some of the Trump-Russia coverage, is shown telling senior editors he is fairly sure members of the Russian intelligence were having conversations with members of Trump's campaign. He asked Baquet, Are we feeding into a conspiracy with the recurring themes of contacts? Baquet responded that he wanted the story up high to show the range and level of contacts and meetings, some of which may be completely innocent and not sinister. Followed by a nut or summary. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version and for more articles and content, please subscribe at taibi.substack.com.